Today's New Testament reading is from 2 Peter, the third chapter. This is now the second letter that I am writing to you, beloved. In both of them, I am stirring up your sincere mind by way of reminder that you should remember the predictions of the holy prophets and the commandment of the Lord and Savior through your apostles. Knowing this first of all, that scoffers will come in the last days with scoffing, fulfilling, and following their own sinful desires. They will say, Where is the promise of his coming? For ever since the fathers fell asleep, all things are continuing as they were from the beginning of creation. For they deliberately overlook this fact, that the heavens existed long ago, and the earth was formed out of water and through water by the word of God and that by means of these the world that then existed was deluged with water and perished. But by the same word the heavens and earth that now exist are stored up for fire, being kept until the day of judgment and destruction of the ungodly. But do not overlook this one fact, beloved, that with the Lord one day is as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. The Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief, and then the heavens will pass away with a roar, and the heavenly bodies will be burned up and dissolved, and the earth and the works that are done on it will be exposed." since all these things are thus to be dissolved. What sort of people ought you to be in lives of holiness and godliness, waiting for and hastening the coming of the day of God, because of which the heavens will be set on fire and dissolved, and the heavenly bodies will melt as they burn? But according to his promise, we are waiting for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. Therefore, beloved, since you are waiting for these, be diligent to be found by him without spot or blemish and at peace. And count the patience of our Lord as salvation, just as our beloved brother Paul also wrote to you, according to the wisdom given him as he does in all his letters when he speaks in them of these matters. There are some things in them that are hard to understand, which the ignorant and unstable twist to their own destruction, as they do the other scriptures. You, therefore, beloved, knowing this beforehand, take care that you are not carried away with the error of lawless people and lose your own stability but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be the glory, both now and to the day of eternity. Amen. This is the word of the Lord. For today's meditation on God's word, we welcome Pastor Samuel Wergo. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. We live in a unique age in history. We live in a time of instance. We get many things a good deal quicker now than in the past. Meals, entertainment, travel, other gratifications, they come about in a much quicker fashion. Gone are the days of having to wait a week for a new episode of a television show. Now we can binge watch whole seasons only waiting for a loading screen. 
Even our chores and tasks take less time with modern innovations. That being the case, we still have to wait. And we hate it. Perhaps we hate it now more than in the past because we've gotten so used to instant gratification. But with as streamlined and efficient as technology can make things, we still need to wait. Waiting can be hard, especially for those things that you anticipate and that you want. Well, the Christian life is one of waiting. It's one of patience, but first and foremost, not our patience. We wait for the coming of our Lord. We wait for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. We wait for a new heaven and a new earth. We wait for these former things, which we recognize by faith and by sight to be corrupted by sin and death. We wait for them to pass away. We wait. And while we wait, we grow impatient at times. And doubts grow in our minds. We sin. And our modern-day scoffers scoff about our Christian faith. All of that makes waiting hard. Some days harder than others. And even as we pray, Come soon, Lord Jesus. We in our sin and unbelief have often acted and thought as if he is not coming. Repent. Remember what he's promised. That's what Peter admonishes the church to do in the epistle reading. So you too, stir up your minds. Wake up. Remember. Wake up through contrition and repentance and remember that he is coming soon. Don't look to your unsteady experiences or your fickle feelings for certainty about this. Trust his word, which is sure and certain. He will come again. For now we wait. But even as we wait now, we wait in his mercy. He is the one who's patient, even when we are not. And it is he who desires that all reach repentance, even you. So as often as we fail and we fall, as often as we sin, it's in his divine patience that he is calling us back to himself. For now is the day of salvation. We wait for the new heaven and the new earth according to the promise of God. For he has promised that he is coming again to take us home, to wipe away every tear from our eyes, to take us out of this valley of sorrow, of suffering, But he's also promised to be with us now, and so he is. Though the heavens and the earth will pass away, his word does not. And that word is yours. It's for you. It's the word of eternal life. For Christ has died for your sins and risen again for you. And you live and you wait by faith in that promise. And that faith is counted to you as righteousness. Christ is your holiness, for it's in Christ the spotless and unblemished Lamb who ransomed and redeemed you by his death on the cross. It's in him and him alone in this Christian life of waiting that you are found holy and blameless. And as you wait as a ransomed, redeemed, and forgiven child of God, beloved, live godly and holy lives of love and forgiveness. As you wait, hear his word and promise and receive his gifts and remember his sure and certain word and what it means for you. He is with you even now. He's building you up and keeping you in that word and in his grace until he comes again. 
Even so, come soon, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen.